is another installment of WRYH Podcast, better known as We Raise You Hoes, a weekly judgment that covers everything from pop culture, LBGTQ+, culture, a table topic, and of course a self-care tip. My name is Lonnie, and welcome to this week's shenanigans. I want to take the time out very briefly to thank all the people that have been a major help and hand thus far with season one. I want to give a major shout out to Aaliyah. Aaliyah has helped a lot behind the scenes. Um, she helped me recently organize thoughts going forward with the podcast. She also was my first host and also one of the few people from the first season to appear twice on the podcast. Aaliyah, once again, thank you so much for the love and support. And she stands. Um, I want to also give a shout out to Jean and Lucy from last episode from the Newsy Floozies. Thank you guys so much. Um, as you guys heard and saw, I'm still working on the little kinks when it comes to having guests that are far, close to near. Um, thank you guys so much for your input. And of course, you guys stand for me as well as as much as I stand for you guys. Thank you again. Um, Tim and Marlon, thank you guys again so much for coming on to the show. I can't wait to have you guys again. In this go-around, I'm really aiming to have Red Cup Society to be on the show with us. Um, and also, am I missing someone? No. Um, I'm lining up a lot of different projects and things to give you guys a greater show and a greater experience. Um, if you haven't, follow me on my social platform. I did announce that season one for the podcast will be on, the finale will be on December 23rd. And season two will begin on January 4th. That's basically the Christmas holiday. It gives me two weeks to be ratchet, turn up with my family, and all different things. Now, tonight I don't have wine. Instead of wine, I have some Hennessy and some apple juice. Which is hitting the spot right now. Um, let's get into it. My weekend was pretty good. Um, I, for the first time in a long time, I had a pretty productive, pretty busy a pretty emotionally fulfilling weekend. And I felt myself beginning to get better at accepting things for what they are and also letting go and not questioning why things are taking place. So um, let's get into this a little bit. Um, yesterday was um, December 1st. If you guys know December 1st, is, it is World AIDS Day. Um it is a time to reflect on those that we have lost and the people that need the guidance of knowing to go get a test or get an HIV test or AIDS test. Um, it is a silent killer. has been for years, but with early treatment, you can live a long and productive life. If you're out here howling, which means sexually active, you best be knowing. No one wants to deal with the possibility of coming back to a positive result, but it is also something that comes along with being sexually active. Hopefully you understand that if you're sexually active, you should be protecting yourself as well. <laughs> no paper, plastic, and especially for the gay boys, prep it does protect you from HIV, but it does not protect you from STDs and STIs. If you're sexually active, you should be getting tested at least every three to six months. Um, to know your status and to keep your partners also healthy as well that you are sexually active with. So there's no reason that you should not be able to get a test. If women can go once a year to the gynecologist to get a pap smear and get tested for everything, why can't you as a man go get an HIV or AIDS test every three to six months? There is no excuse. No, 
your status in the stigma. And that is my plug for World AIDS Day. Let's get into these shenanigans. I have notes this week, dear. Um, Global Citizen took place today um, in Jonesburg, South Africa. Um, The guest um, performers for this year was, of course, Jay-Z and Beyonce, also known as the Carters. Um, As we all know, this October, the beginning of October was the last date of OCR2, which was the last time we saw them perform as a couple. But for Global Global Citizens um, Festival, they performed again as a couple. Um, and this is more than likely the last time we'll see them perform in 2018. Now, they did the performance in OTR2-esque um, style. Beyonce came out in a very rainbow, florent, uh, fluorescent type of number with the cape. And Jake, instead of having a white suit, he came out in a purple suit. And they basically did everything, basic OTR2 style, but of course they had some special guests. To my understanding, Jay came out with Pharrell. Um, Beyonce performed perfect with Ed Sheeran. And also she had a African choir come on and perform Halo with her. Um, a lot of people, especially in the Hive, were upset that Beyonce, that not even Beyonce, Global Citizen and Johnson & Johnson, who's the sponsor for Global Citizens, decided to cut the streaming on YouTube to 25 minutes. So what they did was they came on, they performed Holy Grail, they gave you um, Bonnie and Clyde, also part two on the run, and then after they went to Ape Shit, they were supposed to go on to Nice, and then it cut as they were going into Nice, the live stream, the shade of it all, honey. Ooh, child, this is hitting. So... Speaking of the Carters, um, the Beehive recently over the week attacked um, Funky um, Deneva. Now, Funky Deneva appeared about a week or so ago on the Queen's Supreme Court with T.S. Madison and um, Tiffany New York Pollard. Um, They were talking about Jay-Z and Beyonce, and of course, T.S. Madison was saying that, you know, Jay is not the most attractive human being, and that she even said that he was ugly. But she's... um, Funky Den- um, Deneva came and followed suit and said that, well, you know, Blue Ivy is ugly. Once the high got hold of the actual video evidence that he did say it, of course, they went to his um, Instagram and started giving him wasp um, emojis for what he said about Blue Ivy. Now, you can talk about J.B., Solange, the whole nose claim, all you like, but for some reason, I think this generation is missing the point that children should always be off limits. They're not old enough to defend themselves, let alone understand what you're trying to say about them. So, I feel as if I don't agree with, of course, taking time out of your day to spread negativity to throw a bunch of B-Watts on someone's profile is necessary. However, people will do it. And it's it's sad that it has to happen, but you'll learn soon enough that you just basically dug yourself in a hole that you more than likely can't redeem yourself from. I'm like, the last time someone made fun of Blue Ivy, the last, the, what I remember, a show got canceled. With that information, what you will, 106 and Park, RIP. Yeah, um... 
course, um, Black Just Hilarious had something to say about Black China's whole controversy with her being in Nigeria. And of course, her mom had exchanged a word saying that she's not so funny, blah, blah, blah. Patty Kane. I'm starting to get to a point where certain things with social media drama I don't care about anymore. Um, this alongside with this whole disagreement between these love and hip hop Hollywood girls all over social media is just y'all are draining me. Your season is over, but I'm still seeing all of your drama and everything that you have to say, which I don't find entertaining. I'm just annoyed. Um, do we have any black effect news? I don't think I don't think I have any black effect news. I'm gonna add a segment probably in season two called Black Effect where we speak about um anything trending or good within the black community. Uh, yes I do. On Black Friday, I don't think I spoke about this. On Black Friday, if you follow her, her name is Rynell Stewart, but on Instagram she's known as super underscore scent. S-U-P-A underscore C E N T. She is a entrepreneur in the cosmetic industry who a black home business by the way by the name of the crayon case super decided to have a self recycle monday where she had majority of her merchandise marked to 60 percent off now it was like 10 a.m and she showed on her instagram that her phone kept going off with orders that were received from the website within a matter of 90 minutes the business made over a million dollars now that goes to show you sometimes actually putting, believing in yourself and putting in a product. Because I remember when she first started the crayon case, she was not going to do a full line of makeup. She was just going to do uh, red lit, if I'm not mistaken. And then her now fiance Lou was telling her basically, if you're going to do that, you might as well go for the whole, go for the gold and just do your full cosmetic brand. And that's birth the crayon case, and it's been about the crayon case ever since. So black, shout out to her for black excellence and proving that believing yourself can actually get you the, your wildest dreams obtained. And of course, we're all excited for the wedding and the baby coming. So congratulations to Super. Um, so in my headphones, which is a, top, a section I visit every couple of weeks to give y'all some time to digest and manifest. Um, this Friday was a very, this past Friday was a very heavy, um, music related release type of time frame. Um, we had a lot of music come out on Friday. Um, if I can recall, we had, um, Mila J, if you haven't been keeping up with her, she released her 11th EP for the year, which was November 2018. If you haven't been keeping up Mila J, who is an industry vet, she's also assistant to Janae Ipo. She released, since January up to now, has released 11 EPs. At the end of the year, I believe she's going to have a major project to sum it all up and call it 2018. Um, she, it's pretty good. I love Chemistry, which is the track she opens with. It's four tracks long, and one is of an artist that she has, and the artist is called My Ex. So... We're going to see where she goes with this. Kelly, of course, released her her highly anticipated single, which we found out she's completely independent now, called Kelly. And, of course, she went hard letting y'all know she's not humble no more. She ain't playing no games. Listen, after talking the game, I don't need you to play any more games as you played that whole damn album, Kelly. 
but I'm happy to see a trip back and I can't wait. Trey Songz released two EPs for his birthday on November 28th. He released one EP called 11 and the other one is called 28. Now, I have not dove into those as of yet because with Trey, I take now I take him in doses because I feel like his music is kind of all the same. And I feel as if it's time for him to switch up his content. And when he does switch up his content, I have no problem with streaming him or being a stan of his again. But until that day happens, I can't see me save him, even though he did a wonderful job with um, the Jill Scott homage track that he did after the whole scandal came out and it was like, give me that Jill. That was that was good. I liked it. And he didn't use one of her raunchy songs. He just used um, He Loves Me, Lenzel, and E Flat. And it was classically, it was done very classy. So I loved it. Um, Alicia Akara released um, The Pains of Growing. Now, I haven't gotten through this whole album yet, but it's also her second. So I loved her first project. I loved before that she put out the first five, five to seven tracks of her album on an EP before putting out Know It All called Four Pink Walls. Now, I lived for that EP. And I was glad when she released Know It All and had all of it onto one um, album. So, as far as this album goes, I got as far as the Nintendo game, which is track 10. I haven't fully listened to the whole project in its entirety. It sounds pretty good, but it also sounds like something that would have to grow on me. Um, so, I will definitely give you guys a follow-up on that. K Trinata released the EP for which I'm assuming he's getting ready to come up with something that's hot. That's dope. If you're not up on K Trinata, he's a producer from Canada. This will happen to be gay, but he's an excellent producer and he doesn't conduct himself in the typical gay fashion. Um, the EP is called Nothing Like You Slash Chances EP, where he has the single Nothing Like You featuring Ty Dolla Sign, followed by the instrumental for the song, and then a song he has with Chances with Shaylia, and then of course the instrumental, and then a beat that he created called It Was Meant To Be. Now, if you listen to 99% or follow his SoundCloud profile, you understand why k fans are so hyped for this, and I can't wait to see what he does with this next project, because I was mad hyped. 99.9%. So we're going to see where he goes with this. Um, Meek Mill released Championships. I did not get through this whole album as of yet because with me and rap, I take it in doses. So soon and very soon, I will get into Championships. Um, I just need some time for it to grow on me. Ever since, I want to say, Dreams and Nightmares, it took me a minute to get into him or anything that he does. So, not saying that that artist is just me and music. They got to grow on me in order for me to listen to you. So, I will revisit the album and I'll give you guys a review um, sooner or later, probably next week. So, just a heads up before I go into my break, before we get into the actual thread. If you're not aware, if you haven't followed me on social media, which is Instagram, Facebook, like page, and Twitter is WRYH Podcast. Once again, on all social media, which is Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, WRYH Podcast. I announced that season one will be ending on December 23rd. The finale is going to be on that day. Um, and I will be picking it up two weeks later with the first show of 2019 on January 4th. 
I'm taking that time off to reorganize some things, work on some things for you guys behind the scenes or organize the next couple of episodes. Um, thank you guys so much for your support of season one thus far. Hopefully you guys stick around and I'm so glad that you guys are here. Um, I'm going to take a quick break and refill my cup and I will be right back. We're going to be great. Okay, you guys, I'm back. So, <sighs> I can only do a commercial in between, but we're going to rush it out this week and we just going to keep on going. So, Speaking of Meek Mill and Championships, there's a song on Meek Mill's album that's called What's Free. Now, the song features Rick Ross and Jay-Z. Now, Rick Ross's whole verse, especially the end, came across as very um, homophobic to me. For the second time in Rick Ross's career that I know of, at least, he used the term faggot. And it led me to going into the term or the terminology of trigger words. What is a trigger word? Trigger word, it means it automatically engages feelings for someone or it just enrages them or gets them worked up. So for years, the term faggot for me would have did it. Um, Fat at one point did, ugly did. These are words that normally tend to go out and offend people. And on social media, when you're trying to hit for the jugular, you would go for these words to try and offend your opponent or someone that you're going back and forth with. Um, back in the days to be in real life where these words would have effect and meaning on people, now people just tend to go to social media and go back and forth with people and justify their ill-placed pettiness for just overall being mean toward people. There's no reason that a grown man should be calling a child ugly. And this goes the same to some of these people that call themselves being petty that's going back and forth with someone's child. Whether that child, um, and I'm not speaking of adults, I'm speaking of a minor, someone that's underneath the age of 18. We tend to get really offensive. And especially in the gay community, we love to get offensive with um, trigger words, especially if this person is not fit into our type category. Oh, I'll have more respect for you if you would have told me it just it wouldn't work out or I'm not you're not into me. But people get overright over downright, excuse me, offended when someone that they're not into approaches them, so they'll try and insult them like they're beneath them or they're beneath the that a box frame mattress twin size that they sleep on a floor with. Um, trigger words doesn't necessarily have to be a derogatory term. Sometimes it could be positive words like free, um, credit, um, soap, <laughs> um, dirty, clean. These are all trigger words that insinuate feelings or enrages someone enough to go back and forth with you to try and justify that how they feel about a topic or a situation. Um, I've come to a certain point in my life where I'm learning to not let those things get to me. Um, just going about my day, going about my life, understanding that the joy that I'm beginning to develop in my life is for me, it's a selfish thing and I have no need, want, or desire to go back and forth with someone that's miserable in the course of their journey of trying to get to better. 
and you never know what someone's going through or what their journey was to get to where they are. So some of these words that we love to use to try and offend someone can really hurt someone or cause them to inflict harm on themselves or others. We need to get back to a place where sensitivity was low. Like where we can say certain things that people wouldn't get worked up and in their feelings about what you have to say or you have to walk on pins and needles when you approach people, especially when it comes to trigger words. But you also have to use discretion and understand that sometimes someone isn't saying it to offend you, they're just saying it to say it. Um, we all get into this habit. But the one thing that we all have to learn is how to move past it and move on and process it and not hold it. But the thing is, what do you do when, especially in the gay community, we get hit with the word faggot all the time or people in their homophobic tendencies? Like, for instance, Rick Ross' term, usage of the term faggot. Um, Risha from City Girls Logic that she doesn't want to have a gay son. I got to a full-blown argument with a friend about the fact that he felt like he agreed with her. He happens to be a black gay man. And he's like, well, statistically, we go through a lot. You know, I don't, and I'm like, I don't care about statistics. It's the fact that that man is deciding to live his life, whether he's going to be gay or not, because he's still a little boy. You can't sit here and inflict pain on him because you don't want to deal with the fact that he's going to be a gay man or a black gay man in America. You can't justify it. And a lot of our people love to sit here and use trigger words to try and steer you backwards, like selfish, jealous. Um, it's a whole plethora of trigger words that can send someone over the edge, but we have to learn how to get better with them. I want to know exactly how do you cope? Because I, like I said, I've learned to look past it, move on, not let it affect me, live my life, and just understand that I'm okay with me today and probably every day. If you're not okay with it, that's fine too. It's the art of letting go, and it's a lost art that not everyone understands how to fully master and grasp the art of letting go and especially letting go of your attachment to these words. Because like we easily can let go of the attachment that we have to former partners, family members, friends. We need to let go of some of these attachments to these words and understand that the person is trying to that you're better than the person trying to hurt you and learn to move on. And just because people love to use the word hoe as a trigger word, I don't get offended by the word hoe. I don't get offended by the word promiscuous. I'm like, well, I'm single, I'm black, I'm in my 30s, and it's life. Shit, how were we all conceived? Somebody had to be hoeing for somebody to be knowing that you're being born. Or that someone has you in their uterus. So, not offended. I want to know how you guys deal with trigger words and things that might offend you or words that easily offend you. So, let me know. Let's start that conversation. Um, the social media handles once again are WRYH Podcast. I want to know how you guys deal with trigger words and do they still affect you to this very day? Um, my mental health moment um, or tip, as I like to call it, even though it's supposed to be called the ultimate selfie, um, 
the art of letting go, I just spoke about it, but I need to reiterate it. The art of letting go is one, it's an art that is forgotten about. Not many people know that letting go technically is good for you, it's good for your mental being, it's good for the soul sometimes. Just let, let it go. Get to the point where that person, that situation, that event does not affect you and you can move past it. I've learned so much in the past like couple of weeks that this this feeling of attachment that I feel to people, especially when I get let down from them, that it's okay to feel that feeling because in all honesty, you're not growing if you're not letting go of attachments or things or people that weigh you down. And it's okay. And it's just an art of letting go. No one said that growing in this life is going to be easy or painless. It's going to come with some type of pain. And it's going to have to be a point where you say, okay, I'm good with letting this go. I'm good with letting him go. I'm good with letting her go. As long as I don't let myself go, my values, my morals, my self-esteem, as long as I don't let those things go, I'm fine with being who I am today. They don't have to be fine with who I am today if they're looking at me from yesterday or yesteryear. But just know the art of letting go should not be something you frown upon. It should be something that you celebrate and welcome. Well, 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 well. I think we did episode 13. Burr, burr, burr. I want to give, um, I want to shout out two quick podcasts. Um, I want to give a quick shout out to Inner Hill Uprising. I connected with them when I said they inspired this podcast. Um, shout out to the ladies from Inner Hill Uprising as well as Black Boy Blitz out in Chicago. Um, to especially to the creator of the podcast, Jonathan. Thank you so much for the love and support. I love when creators come into my mentions and my DMs. And I love bouncing ideas off of you guys. Um, especially people that understand the perfectionist in me that just can't stand when things are not being done right, child. It's just, it drives me insane and even fucking bananas. But that's neither here nor there. Thank you guys so much for hanging in there with me for this episode. It's probably, like I stated, it's probably one of the last episodes you'll get me by myself. Um, Thank you so much for tuning in. Please like, rate, subscribe, share with your friends. Rate me in Apple Podcasts. Let's get these numbers up. Let's really get to the point where I can promote this, get me higher up in the rankings, all that good stuff. Thank you so much for listening. I love you if you did. I love you if you did it. I'll see you next week. Peace out.